Happy 2024! Oh my God, I am so excited that it is the new year. I just wanted to say happy freaking new year. Thank you so damn much for rocking with me on the Confidence Chronicles podcast for the last five years. Can you believe it? This year will be six years. I just wanted to say thank you. So damn grateful to have you listening, to have me in your ears. I just can't even tell you how much I appreciate you, how much I love you. I'm so, so happy that this podcast is supporting you, that you are sharing it with people. And I wish you nothing but the freaking best in 2024 and beyond. I have one ask, one ask. This is a free show. There are no ads on this podcast in case you haven't noticed. I have one ask. Can you pretty please hit that review button? Just hit that review. Let me know how this podcast is helping you. It'll take 30 seconds if you're a short, quick writer. Uh, If you want to take 60 seconds and write a proper little review, I would love that too. I will read it. I love you. Thank you so much. And happy 2024. Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, queen, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, a business mentor, a speaker, an author, and I am obsessed with women standing up, showing up, and creating their confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my love. Welcome to the podcast. I am so happy. This is my first episode for 2024. Holy crapola. It is my first time back in the office. I've actually taken two weeks off. Can you believe like, yo, if you know me and people like you really took it off. I'm like, I did. I really did. I love social media. So that doesn't count because I actually love talking to y'all on Instagram. It is my favorite thing in the world. So that doesn't feel like work, but I took two weeks off the office. I closed my books. So my private clients, I'm going to see them this month, but I finished. I was like, I'm done. We took the kids to Sydney. We had a little road trip. It was actually really amazing. Um, So yeah, I had full two weeks off for the first time and it was amazing. I loved it. We did nothing. I read books. I slept in. I did all my training stuff like I normally do. And we just had the best time. We had the best Christmas. I hope that you had a beautiful holiday season and you are ready to get back into 2024. Oh my gosh. Anyway, this episode is going to be like evergreen as hell because we're talking about a subject that's pretty freaking important and a subject that makes a lot of money, a subject that targets us as women a lot, especially this time of the year, the hashtag new you, new year bullshit. It happens every year. And so I wanted to talk about this because I personally have been having an experience about this and I learned some information. We have been lied to, all of us. They've been lying to us. And, and or, and also withholding important information. And I, and I think I know why and I want to explore that in this episode, but I thought I would share this with you because if you're here and you listen to my podcast, then we might be alike. We might have a lot in common and you might have struggled with this for a very long time and I'm now working with this. I'm now overcoming this 
And I actually, it makes me fucking emotional thinking about the fact that I'm overcoming this because I've struggled with this for a very long time since having my children. And what we are talking about is weight loss. Okay, weight. Weight loss. <sighs> I have to do an exhale because it's a big fucking topic. So for context, before we say anything, I'm just going to say this, even though I don't need to say this, but maybe you need to hear me say this. Weigh what you want to weigh. Do what you want to do, okay? Do not let anybody shame you into thinking you have to be thinner and skinnier and bullshit and whatever. No, do what you want to do. The one thing that I stand for myself in regards to weight and image and all that shit is that I'm healthy. And I mean healthy. I don't mean I'm plus size, I'm curvy, and I think I'm healthy because I said that. I'm, for me, I'm talking about inside my damn body, like my metabolic health, like my heart, uh, my gut, my brain, my metabolic health. That's what I mean about healthy. I don't mean do my size 14s or 12s or 10s or 8 jeans fucking fit me. That does not mean healthy, okay? I'm talking about am I going to die of diabetes if I continue eating the way I'm eating? Am I more prone to getting a heart attack because of how I've been eating? Is my high level of stress and cortisol actually giving me that belly fat that I cannot fucking lose? What the hell's going on? Why are my farts so stinky? Because I got leaky gut. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about being curvy and loving your body and I'm not talking about any of that. This is more like of a medical side of health internal, okay? Internal health. Let me tell you when your inside is good, you are glowing on the outside. Let me, I'm just going to say that. And you have energy that's clean, good energy. By clean, I mean not 17 coffees. That's not energy. That's called caffeine over-caffeinated, over-stimulated, right? So I want to share this with you. So Hamish, my husband, who is amazing, and this is a sexy motherfucker. He is, <laughs> he has been in his mind an athlete his whole life. And I met Hamish because he broke his collarbone back in the day on a motorcycle accident, like up in here. Broke his collarbone and his shoulder got fucked up. And he was so interested in the way that the body worked that he went off to become a rehabilitation personal trainer. This man had like a 17 pack, 3% body fat. He's fucking ridiculous when I met him. I broke my back in a drinking and driving accident and fucked my back up. And everybody said to me, when you get pregnant, your back's going to be ruined. You're not going to be able to touch your toes. I could touch my toes. And then some, P.S., don't listen to everything doctors say. Also, I was 23. <laughs> I was 22, 23 years old. I was young. I'm now 40. If I break my back now, I'm positive that shit will fuck me up. So I was young. And when you're young, that's in your favor. So I broke my back. I ended up moving to Australia after my husband passed away and I went to Sydney and I met this personal trainer who was, I wish I remembered his name. God, he was amazing. He was such a joyous, happy person, just a lovely man. Uh, I did CrossFit, just amazing. Great body and good energy and was sweet. And he pushed me like I had never done CrossFit before. I never knew about CrossFit, but he pushed my ass and I told him I have a back injury, but I, I was fine. Like you wouldn't know I had a back injury. So anyway, I worked out with him. It was incredible. It was the most fitted I had felt in my life at that time that I moved to Melbourne for another man anyway <laughs> and that man dumped me on my birthday which was my moment of awakening 
And when I moved to Melbourne, the first thing I did was cross the road from my job. I worked at this hair place and right across the road was the shopping center. And in Australia, the shopping center has like everything. So everything's in there, hairdressers, fucking gym, banks, everything's in there, it's weird. Anyway, convenient, but also strange as an American because we don't have it like that. So I went into this gym. I remember calling the gym and I said, I have a back injury. I need a personal trainer. I'm moving to the area, moving to this area. They put me onto Hamish. And now when I rang the gym, Hamish was like, I thought you were a fat Spanish lady. And I'm like, excuse me, motherfucker. Does anybody listening to me uh, think that about my voice? I don't know what Hamish was on, but he was rude. <laughs> he didn't say that to me until way later when we got married. I'm like, you motherfucker. Anyway, so he was like, whatever, this bitch sounds like bossy as hell. And whatever, let's have a session, let's see. So we met each other. I walked in and Hamish was like, goddamn. And I was like, mm-hmm, thank you very much. So I walked in and I met Hamish and he's like, I'm a rehab trainer. And I was like, cool, I broke my back, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short, I married my personal trainer. <laughs> There's a whole podcast about that. And his rehabilitation process made it so that, I mean, three months we did of rehab with Hamish for my back because my glutes wouldn't turn on and all this stuff were, was going on with my body because my lower back, my mid to lower back had literally a metal fusion and all the tendons and shit were broken and messed up. So there was a lot of rehab that I had to do and I didn't realize that. Anyway, I did the rehab and now I can deadlift. I think he got me to 110 kilos, which is like 200 and something pounds. So now on my own, I deadlift 80 kilos, like nothing. It's amazing, I love it. Heavy lifting is my jam and I have a broken back technically. So I share that because Hamish opened a gym after that and we had this gym for 10 years. We as in both of us, because I was his partner and you know, I was in the gym. My little guy who's now eight years old grew up in the gym doing pull-ups on the rings and you know, calisthenics and that's where we grew up. So I was across fitness. I was across how to eat. I'm doing air quotes, <laughs> what to eat, how to work out, blah, blah, blah. I air quotes knew it. I knew what to do. But what do I always share with you? That quote from Tony Robbins, people know what to do, but they do not do what they know. I was one of those people. So I had my son, horrible cesarean. Another podcast is done about that in case you want to know about that one. And I realized that I felt overweight. I felt fat. I was like, my stomach doesn't look good. What the hell's going on? So I hit the gym a bit too early and I hit the squat rack a bit too early. And my husband said to me, don't do that. And I was like, what do you know? A lot. He knows a lot. <laughs> but I was like, typical wife, like, you don't know shit, Hamish. You're not my personal trainer anymore. And I did a squat and I heard a pop and I got an umbilica hernia in my belly button. Anyway, that was horrible. It hurt a little bit, but the worst part was like your belly button pops out, looks weird. You have to be more cautious now because your core is not strong. Because when you have a baby, like your whole thing splits, like your abs split and all that. So it was a bit of a pain in the ass. So more rehab for me to do. Now, I would say that I have struggled to lose weight. I've been the same weight. I very much maintain my body has been the same for a very long time since I remember getting a womanly body. I haven't fluctuated crazy. Maybe five to 10 pounds has been my fluctuation. So it hasn't been an extreme weight gain and then holy shit, I've lost weight. I've never done the extreme. But I've always struggled, like, like many of the women I speak to, to lose those 10 pounds, those last 10 pounds or whatever it is, and just to trim up. So I have always learned, or I have always thought that you need to fucking work out. You need to work out a lot. You need to be sweating at the gym. You need to be working out. You need to be doing a shitload of cardio. 
I was taught for me, not my husband didn't teach me this, but before meeting him, heavy weights are going to make you bulky. Your legs are going to be big. If you do heavy lifting, you're going to look like a man. You're going to look like you have steroids, blah, 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 blah. None of that shit's true. And that's what I was told. Do you think ever somebody told me that 80% or more, I'm not, a, I'm not a, obviously a PT, so if you're a PT listening to me, <laughs> be nice. But literally 80% or I believe more about weight loss has to do with what you put into your mouth. What you eat, what you drink, what you put in your mouth. You want to lose weight? Watch what you put in your mouth. Like end a podcast. That's it. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm over here exercising, busting my ass training, not worried about my food. Because I don't think it was a big deal. Because I thought it was complicated. Can you have coconut oil? Do you do this? Can you do that? Oh my God. All these complicated recipes. I'm not, I don't have time for that shit. Meal prep. Rah, rah, rah. I'm not doing that. Oh, forget it. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to work out really hardcore and then eat whatever the hell I want. Or not eat. What? I don't know about you, but I never got told about the food thing. And I want to share this with you because I have lost like seven kilos. And it's like through the Christmas period as well. I started probably October, September, October. I started taking my internal health seriously. And I ate some shit on Christmas. I didn't go crazy, but I ate some shit on Christmas. And then went back to the gym, did my normal stuff. It's now for me a lifestyle. I am not in a diet. I do not diet. I lifestyle. And now I know what I need to eat. And I know this sounds crazy. It sounds crazy to me. Maybe not to you. But I feel like I never knew what to eat. I feel like I never knew how to lose weight. I feel like nobody told me that having a lot of, for weight loss, okay, just for weight loss, having gluten and grains and rice. First of all, brown rice is bad for you. I didn't fucking know that. I thought it was white rice. Don't even ask me about that, but it is, go look it up, go look it up. I had no idea, right? So grains, I had no idea about dairy. I don't eat a lot of dairy. I'm not a dairy person, but dairy, not good for weight loss. Sugar, of course you know this, horrible for weight loss, like when you're trying to lose weight. So literally, it took me to go see my naturopath, Dr. Kirsty, who has been on the show, who I will link below. Her episode was amazing about perimenopause, holy shit. It took me going to see her and her literally sitting with me and going, this is how you need to eat. I'm gonna tell you now, you do you, I'm not a doctor or a therapist, or, sorry, I'm a therapist. I'm not a doctor or a personal trainer or a naturopath, but I'm gonna tell you what I'm doing. She said to me, Erica, this is how you need to eat. Three cups of greens, lettuce, greens, right? Greens, three cups. Two palms, two palms of protein. Whatever protein you want, protein. And one cup of a rainbow type of vegetable. Pumpkin, potatoes. She's not discriminating on the veggies. You could have potatoes. Zucchini, beetroot, right? For lunch and for dinner. And I fast which there's so much research on fasting. Please go and check it out yourself. I'm not telling you to do it. I do it. There's a lot of people who don't do it. That's fine. But I'm 40 as well. So perimenopause, I'm sure is around the corner looking for me. So <laughs> this is a perimenopausal woman's uh, thing. So I was just like, uh, excuse me, this is not going to do shit. Me doing that. Do I need to train? She's like, if you want to. Okay. Because I train three days a week. 
Who cares? I could train three days a week, have fucking pizza, alcohol, sugar, toast, gluten, sugar, bullshit, chips, processed food, blah, dairy. There is no weight coming off your girl. If anything, my family history, I didn't even know I had thyroid family. I didn't know that. I found that out through Dr. Kirsty and all these tests she gave me. Diabetes was around the corner, pre-diabetes for me because of my family history. So if I wasn't careful, drinking alcohol randomly on the weekend and eating shit would have led me to diabetes town. And I'm like young and semi-fit, I feel, I don't know. So like, this shit, I had no idea that the food was such a big thing. I always thought that you gotta run, you gotta do cardio, you gotta be at the gym 24 hours a day, you gotta, oh, oh you gotta do all this shit. There's so much bullshit out there and especially this time of the year and I wanted to do this as the first podcast of the year because I really want to help you if you are getting your ass caught into the I'm gonna go on a diet right now so it's a big thing because for my whole life I've struggled I feel like I was also in high cortisol which I didn't even know was a thing that stored your belly fat I didn't know that cutting out those three gluten, sugar, and dairy would support me to lose weight like quickly, uh, sustainably. I didn't know how to eat. I didn't know, you know, Dr. Kirsty always talks about 80-20. And I love that. Like 80-20, you learn how to eat Monday to Friday on the weekends. If you want to have margaritas and pizzas, cool. But every day margaritas and pizzas, not going to be good for you. Every day having a glass of red wine is a glass of sugar, not going to be good for you. Not supplementing the things that you need in your body are not supporting you. Not checking your full bloods and your hormone levels when you're over 35, probably not a good idea. I didn't know this. Did you know this? I didn't know this shit. Who's telling us? Nobody. I mean, we don't even know about perimenopause enough. There's all these podcasts now like amazing Stephen Barlett and The Imperfects and all these people are interviewing perimenopause doctors now so that we can learn about it. Like, thankfully, I had a dear friend tell me about it and I went to see a naturopath because I like the natural way as much as possible. I'm down for Western medicine, but if I can do it a la natural, I will. And I have been able to and it's been incredible. And more so, I've learned why I want to have a glass of wine on a Wednesday, why I want to eat a block of chocolate, why do I feel like I want to have carbs right now, what's the comfort I'm looking for, why do I want to eat that even though I know it's not good for me. I'm more interested in that and for me it was a game changer to see how I remember saying to her, okay so I fast and in the morning I do these things called keto cups so I'm not on a keto but the beverages are called keto cups. So I have this uh, black coffee, which I used to have like an almond cappuccino. So black coffee, no sugar, and I put MTC powder and I put um, GI Restore gut powder and I put collagen and I blend it up in my little electric whisker and there we go, that's my coffee. I have that right when I wake up in the morning and then probably at 10 or 11 and then at 12 I eat. I eat at 12 and then six or seven and then I don't eat again until 12. But I have my two little coffee things. And she talked to me about this and she said, when your body has, when you fast and you have these keto cups, you know, these drinks, the protein in the collagen uh, and the fat that's in the MTC powder, your body thinks it's, it's got food. And so it starts burning fat. And let me tell you, I promise you, I even think that because of that is how I started to 
lose weight quickly for me, like faster. And it was about one kilo or one and a half kilos a week. I don't know what that is in pounds. So it wasn't crazy, but it was sustainable enough. I learned after four days I had a headache. My head was killing me and I wanted to fucking punch everyone because of the sugar, like letting go of sugar. Um, but after four days I was like, oh, I feel really clear. I feel, I felt like I could see better. And I remember her saying to me, yeah, dairy creates more mucus in your body. And I was like, excuse me? And so my eyes, I wear contacts and I felt like my eyes were always like blurry. I was always blinking and like my nose was nasally and she's like, that's dairy. Having aged food, like aged cheese or wine that's aged would give me, had histamine. And so I'd be like sneezing and I'm like, my sinuses are tripping. And she's like, it's not hay fever. What are you eating? And then I told her and she'd be like, oh my God, that's aged and it has histamine. You need to take the, and I'm like, what? So I'm sharing this with you because Maybe the way for you to lose weight is not to get on a Zempion or whatever the fuck that thing is that Oprah's doing. I read an article and I love Oprah so much, but I read an article and she was like, I just want to eat whatever I want to eat on Christmas and then I have that to fall back on. And I'm like, what? Like, cool. Do you? But also, let's just learn how to eat and let's also have pizza and Christmas pudding and a glass of whatever you want to have when you want to have it. But let's not use the food and the treats and the processed shit to numb out and pretend to deal with our problems instead of dealing with our problems. Because I promise you, when you are good with yourself and you're journaling and you're doing your internal work and you're seeing your therapist or your coach and you're being supported and you're processing your emotions and you're like, whoa, you're awakening yourself, you're getting awareness, your consciousness is rising, you will not need to drown your fucking sorrows in a bottle of red wine. You just won't. It's not where you'll go. You'll know that that doesn't make you feel good and it's not good for you. And you'll be like, no, thank you. You won't feel bullied because your friends are like, why aren't you drinking? You'll be like, because I don't want to feel like shit. Thanks. What to our Christmas party for our team? Your girl had like one too many margaritas. I like threw up, first of all, and I have not thrown up since I was young. <laughs> I threw up because like, I couldn't. I was like, I actually cannot have this alcohol in my body. I threw up and I said, I'm going to bed, y'all. Went to bed at 9.20. My team was out. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't, like I couldn't, my body couldn't hold it. And it wasn't that much, but I just couldn't do it. And so when you start to learn how to eat, when you start to learn what's good for you, what's not good for you, not only with food, by the way, with your life, your tolerance to it lowers. You have no tolerance. You have some dairy, you're done, right? Like you have something you're like, oh, wow, that was a bit too much sugar. I don't feel good. And then you know and you learn how to supplement and you're moving your body and exercising, not because you want to be skinny, but because you want to feel better mentally, because you want fresh air, because you want your bone density to be great, because you want to have that enthusiasm and that energy in your day, right? Then you start culling all the people in your life that aren't good for you, like you're culling the food that's not good for you. And you're like, shit, I'm feeling incredible. Like right now I feel incredible. And we just had Christmas and I had penil, which is like pork. I haven't had pork in ages, like roast pork. I had coquito, which is like our Puerto Rican eggnog, but I made a vegan. So there was no dairy. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it was amazing, right? Like I had food. I indulged a little bit, but I didn't overindulge. Because think about it, you overindulge, you overdo it, and then you're like, I'm dieting and I'm slashing everything and I'm never going to eat chocolate again. Like that's so, it's not sustainable. So I don't know if your plans for 2024 were to go on a diet and detox and lose weight. Baby, stop lying to yourself. If you haven't been able to do it in the past, it's not going to happen the way you used to do it in the past. Do something different. 
go see a naturopath. Go check out Dr. Kirsty. She's amazing. But go see a naturopath. Get all your bloods. Do all your bloods. My bloods cost me $600. I've never went to a, a, a doctor and they gave me a $600 worth of bloods. They do a few bloods, but not all of them. She did all of them. I did a Dutch test. So I peed on this paper, got all my hormones checked. She knew. Now she's like, oh my gosh, you have this, we have that. Boom. Now I know how to supplement that. Now mine was individual for me, but find out for you. If you really want to take your health, if you really want to lose weight, if you really want to look better, if, if yours is pure vanity, that's fine. I'm not in the camp of uh, saying to women, you shouldn't want to lose weight, you should love your body as it is. I'm a mother, I had two kids, my stretch marks, I used to be a fucking bikini model, so you better believe that I want a tight stomach and a big booty, okay? And I think there's nothing fucking wrong with that, nobody should be shaming you for wanting that, okay? So if you want that, let's focus not just on, okay, I want to lose five pounds, what about my life is going to help me sustain that? How can sleep has to do with it? Stress has to do with it. Everybody's like, how do you lose stress? I'm always stressed. I'm stressed too, but I have to know how to work with stress. I have to know when to shut my switch off. I have to know when to be present with my kids. I have to know when I'm done eating. I have to know when I'm full. I have to know what's good for me, what's not good for me. I have to know about my body and my shit. My husband, the way he eats and what he does has nothing to do with me. So I have to look after me differently. And what's in my history? My mom, diabetic, bipolar, um, high cholesterol, whatever, all that shit. I need to know that. And so if you don't know your family history, finding out your own hormones, testosterone, like my testosterone has been low. And I, I thought I definitely had a high testosterone. She's like, nope. I was like, okay. And that fucks with your libido. And I would love to have sex with Hamish forever. <laughs> I love him. So it's like, I don't want my libido messed with. So these things that like, as we are getting older, we need to know about this. So when you're thinking about your new year, new me, I want to lose weight diet, just think about it differently. That's all I'm saying. And I wanted you to know this because I didn't know that most of the shit, like if you are eating shit and going to the gym three days a week, baby girl, you are wasting a gym membership. You're just wasting money on a PT or a gym. I promise you, nothing's gonna happen. And if you feel like, man, I've been going to the gym and nothing's been happening, look at what you're eating, write it down. Oh, I ate that, I ate that, I ate that, I ate that. Cool, I'm not even saying calorie count. I don't fucking calorie count. I just have veggies, lettuce, and fucking protein. And I was like, what about snacks, Dr. Kirsty's? She was like, you're a grown ass woman, you don't need snacks. And I was like, okay, so I will cut some carrots. <laughs> right but this is for weight loss obviously I was trying to lose 10 pounds and so that was my weight loss plan um it was incredible I feel fucking amazing and I have energy anyway but I have more energy I feel incredible I want to go to the gym I want to move my body I want to eat well I don't want to drink because I know I'm going to feel like shit I don't want to eat nasty ass dairy because then I'll be farting and feeling all gross by the way if your farts stink that is not good they're not supposed to smell they're supposed to smell like little potato chips soft and, and sweet and like not too crazy. When your shit is crazy, something's going on in the gut. And if anything, if anything, forget about weight loss, baby. If anything, longevity of life. Go do this research, Alzheimer's and dementia. It is preventable with your diet. It's like having diabetes type five. And I'm like, oh nah, I'm not about to get dementia. I'm not about to get Alzheimer's. If I, if I can prevent it with what I put into my body, how I treat my gut, how I treat my brain, your brain health, alcohol, all that shit, look into it is all I'm saying. Don't just go on these fad diets because they make so much money off of you. They make so much money. And that's why I wanted to tell you because this shit, I didn't know about this. I had no idea. This is like a secret that nobody told me. And I understand why uh, I said I would tell you that. Hamish told me, my husband was like, listen, as a PT, I try to tell my clients they didn't listen to me. 
So most personal trainers, they'll just take your money, you'll work out with them, they'll give you a workout plan, they'll tell you how to eat, you won't eat the way they want you to eat, but you'll still show up to the gym, they're taking your money, you're not losing weight, and it goes into this cycle. Until someone gets some disease, you go to the doctor, and you're like, fuck, I need to stop drinking red wine, or whatever. That sucks. It sucks. So let us not do that because we get sick or some bad thing happens. Like for me, I got a fatty liver in 2020. That's why I started worrying about my health. That's that was too late. Like I should have worried about it before. But obviously, that's what I needed. So anyway, that's what I'm saying to you. I wanted to share this with you. Your food is everything. What you put in your mouth is everything. Find out for yourself. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not your naturopath. Figure it out for yourself. Feel what feels good for you. But check your bloods. Get your hormones tested. Figure out where you're at. What's the best way forward for you? Is it really going to be another fucking fad diet? or some bullshit thing that you take that's a quick fix, but you still eat shit. Trust me, the shit that you eat and what you drink affects your body. Even if you look skinny, even if you look like you're losing weight, your internal health that you can't see, that's the shit that matters. Okay, I love you so much. Happy New Year and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your ears and your energy and your attention. Thank you for letting me into your world. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this podcast. There are so many podcasts you can listen to. And I deeply, deeply, for real, for real, appreciate you listening to mine. Do me one big favor, one big thing. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs to hear this. This is my mission on planet Earth to serve as many women as possible so that we could show up, stand up, speak up, and create the confidence and the life that we desire. I appreciate you, my love. I will see you on the next episode. 